Welcome to Wealth Radio on News Radio KLBJ with author and wealth manager Chris Herline. Join the conversation. Call or text now at 512-836-0590. Now, here's Chris Herline. everybody Chris Herline here we are live today 107 p.m. you can join us your calls drive the agenda on this program so whether you want to talk social security today taxes 401ks IRAs Roth conversions let's get into that and a lot more today got a lot lined up for you but again call text 512-836-0590 the question that so many people ask themselves is them, am I saving enough for retirement? Have I saved enough? Can I pull the trigger and put the papers on the desk? Well, let me ask another question. Are you saving too much for retirement? <laughs> A little bit different way of thinking and maybe something that you haven't thought through, but people are saving more for retirement than is generally believed. The question is, oftentimes, is am I saving enough? But I'd like to pose the question, are you saving too much? There was two recent studies that found that most people are on course to have enough saved for retirement. One of these studies surveyed those born between 1931 and 1941 and found that at least 80% are successfully. And then on this other study, this include, this, this was put out by two economists, and this was polled around those ages 51 and older, and showed that these people were on track to have enough for retirement. Now, you hear a lot about, you know, people working longer, and that's true, living longer as well. In a recent debate about 401k plans, there was a, there was a, a stat that showed that literally today people with 401ks in their 60s have about $181,000 in their accounts. Think about that. Does that sound like enough to retire? Probably not. But everybody's situation is different. What most people do is they've got some arbitrary number in their mind that they're trying to save towards. And then they feel that's when we can pull the trigger and retire. You may have heard that a million dollars is enough to retire on. Let me tell you something right now. It's not about how much you saved. It's not. It's about how much it's going to cost to maintain your lifestyle. And if you're like most people, you want to maintain your lifestyle. The same thing you're doing while you're working, you want to know you could be able to do when you hang it up. 
there's another set of people out there that actually want to increase their lifestyle when they retire. And so our firm, Reap Financial in Austin, Texas, for over a decade have retired families. And there's never been a time where I could say, okay, if you get to this number, you can retire. We will show families that have beyond $10 million that they're out of money in 10 to 12 years. Some cases will show families that have a half million dollars that they could have retired a couple years ago. It's all about the outflow. And see, the thing is, is that if you're honest with yourself, I would venture to say that 95% do not live on a budget. And it's not something to feel real guilty about. When you're in your working years, <laughs> especially in your later working years, you have these parameters, these phantom kind of invisible parameters that you know you can live on every month. Most of you, you pay your credit cards off every month. You put everything on a credit card, you get the points, and you pay it off. That's the parameter I'm talking about. But nobody generally lives on a stringent budget, especially while they're working. But see, when you retire, it's not that I want to see you living on a stringent, tight budget. I want you to have breathing room. I want you to spend confidently. But you got to know what it's going to cost to maintain or increase the lifestyle that you have dreamt of living in retirement. And what I find with successful families that we consult with is that so many of you have saved too much money. Good problems, <laughs> great problems, right? But you've saved too much money. And I'm going to talk you through today how you can fall into this position. Again, in prefacing our show today, I would rather you save too much money than not save enough, clearly. But I want to talk you through what saving too much money looks like. What challenges come with saving too much money? I mean, you've always heard more money, more problems, right? Eh, I guess it depends. But today what I want to talk you through are the challenges that our successful investors, our successful families face because of their diligent saving, their scrimping, their sacrificing through the years to get to a successful retirement, how does saving too much cause problems? I'm going to show you more on the other side of the break. Join me now, 512-836-0590. Whether you want to talk IRAs, retirement accounts, taxes, and more, 512-836-0590. I'll be right back. You're listening to Chris Herline with Reap Financial. If you're retired or retiring soon, you can now work personally with Chris and his team of fiduciary advisors. Call 512-249-7300 to request a no-commitment tax and retirement analysis. Or you can email chris at wealthradio.com. Live, local, and independent. 
This is WealthRadio.com with Chris Herline. Join the conversation. Call or text now at 512-836-0590. Now back to Chris. Welcome back to the show. Chris Herline, I am live with you today, 1.17 p.m. Still plenty of time for you to join me at 512-836-0590. Today, talking about how many of you are Wealth Radio listeners. You could potentially be saving way too much money for retirement. I know that sounds a little backwards. Good problems, right? We want you to have enough, save enough, so that you can spend confidently. But today what I want to do is share with you some of the challenges that come with saving too much money. Now, if you're like most people, you want to maintain your standard of living walking into retirement or even increase it. And so how do you know that you got enough to be able to pull that off? Well, clearly, you can do some planning online. You could put, start putting down a pre and post retirement budget. You may have had some analysis done with a, a financial advisor. You know, those, those type of things can give you the guidance needed to make an educated decision on retiring someday. But generally, that's kind of where things stop. See, everything that we look at when consulting with successful families is through the tax lens first, okay? We want you to keep your wealth, keep the government from taking a rake over it while you're here and when you pass it someday. And so we want to look long term. We want to look like what do your taxes look like, not just today walking into retirement, but 15 and 20 years from now. And I know tax rates are going up. They're going up next year or 2023, but it's happening. So one of the greatest, probably, if not the greatest, expense you face in retirement is taxes, okay? Right next door to that is healthcare. And then next door to that is Medicare. I know you're saying, well, those are kind of the same thing. Well, healthcare, when I say healthcare, I'm talking long-term care, home healthcare, nursing home care, all the late life stuff that you or a spouse may face. And that can take a significant toll very quickly in late life. When I say Medicare, well, that's kind of the maintenance. And you see with Medicare, it's incredibly comprehensive. You get on Medicare A, B, D, maybe a supplemental G, Medicare Advantage, and guys, it's really comprehensive. However, have you ever considered how much you are going to have to pay for Medicare? You and your spouse. Not just when you get on it, but when you're on it 25 years. This starts the conversation. When you have done a phenomenal job of saving and saved maybe too much, well, you may find yourself significantly in higher tax brackets, uh, potentially significantly higher Medicare premiums. Do you understand that 
We work with families that pay over $600 per month for Medicare. That's per person. When many of their peers are paying a fraction of that. Saving too much money can actually create substantially higher taxes in retirement, substantially higher Medicare premiums. Now, again, you're saying, Chris, I want to be in the club of saving too much money, right? These are good problems. But what I'm trying to do is give you some insight into what more affluent families face. Because every one of us, I assume, we want success. We want to have a larger nest egg. Not for greed, but to take care of the people we love. You know, support the causes we care about. Make a lasting impact in this world. And, oh yeah, by the way, enjoy our wealth. And the reason that so many of you have the wealth you have is because, well, you maybe sacrificed along the way. Maybe you drove a 10 and 12-year-old car all through the years. You didn't have to have the latest shiny object. You forwent maybe some vacations, forwent putting money into some passions, chasing a dream. Well, when you retire and you've got all of this wealth, the question I have for you is, are you ready to spend money? Because psychologically, <laughs> the, so many of us, you, you, you have arrived to a point of success your wealth is at a point where you can retire successfully because you haven't spent in many cases. Very few people walk into money. For business owners, it's generally your money is going back into your business through the years. And then when you exit, you sell, that's generally when you have a capital event or a windfall and you're like, okay, I'm ready to retire. Not many people win the lottery. Those of you with a million, three, six to 10 million, those of you in that realm, it's because you've been paying yourself first for years. But so many people, they don't enjoy the journey along the way. Now, there's a lot of people that you think have money and they don't have a dime. We call these people the high earning poor. You know what that is? That's when you are working along the way, you're making great money, you're keeping up appearances, keeping up with the neighbors, and you've been making a half million dollars a year for the last 10, 20 years, and you got a million dollars saved? Walking into retirement? Hmm. That million bucks ain't gonna last long, is it? So I want you to enjoy the journey. Spend your money on experiences, not stuff. 
But if you're doing that by paying yourself first and then enjoying the journey, I think there's a nice balance there. What's interesting is families that we consult with with five to $10 million, they're generally the ones that say, hey, when I'm retiring, how am I going to pay my bills? <laughs> how, how am I going to pay my bills? Because you're used to a paycheck, you're used to that consistency, and you're used to you know religiously saving. And then you get to retirement, and you're going, okay, do I have enough to live on? Well, it's, again, all about the budget, the lifestyle that has to be maintained. And when we look at the lifestyle that needs to be maintained, for most of you, your lifestyle, the budget, is very reasonable compared to what Now, what we want to see is generally whatever the number is that you've saved and you're looking to retire with, we want to see a withdrawal rate. So what I'm talking about is you think about the number you have in your nest egg. We want to see whatever you're pulling out on an annual basis under 1% of your net worth. So if you got a million dollars net worth and you need X amount of dollars per month to live on, I want to see that withdrawal rate under 1% for the first decade. Not that you can't retire successfully if that's not the case, but just a quick word of knowledge. If you have a very well-designed plan that takes into account taxes, inflation, and a conservative rate of return, let's call it 5%, if you look at your withdrawal rate and keep it under 1% for the first 10 years, nine times out of 10, that is going to result in an extremely successful retirement. Now, if you're doing this planning or considering doing this planning, you better be factoring in something that people haven't been thinking about for a long time. You know what that is? It's inflation. You'd be shocked how many people underestimate inflation. And you know what they generally overestimate? Rate of return. Do you want a plan that's built on a 7, 8, 9% return? Even though potentially, if you are invested in the equity markets long term, you're going to do that. But do you want a plan built on that? No, no, no. You want to stay conservative. So if you're looking at a 5% rate of return on your assets, and you put, let's call it, 3.25% inflation on your planning, if your withdrawal rate is under 1% for the first 10 years, you may, just may, be on track to have that successful, very successful retirement. Now, this is not a one-size-fit-all. I want to be very clear. But the question is, is if you've arrived at this point, are you in a position that you're willing to spend it or maybe gift it while you're here? 
We love seeing families put together family budgets where you're helping your kids along the way, where you know, you're giving the causes you believe in, you're enjoying the journey. You're enjoying seeing how it benefits the ones you love. And oftentimes it can dictate your trust once you see what kind of stewards they are with the money, right? <laughs> so what I want to do before we go to break is today we're talking about how so many families out there are saving too much for retirement. And for our listeners today, I want to give you a free copy of my book. It's an Amazon best-selling book called Money Won't Buy Happiness, but time to find it. And it's going to be free for all of our listeners today. Shoot me an email right now, chris wealthradio.com. That's C-H-R-I-S, chris at wealthradio.com. My team will send you a digital copy or a hard copy this coming week, whatever you prefer. 512-836-0590. You can join me. It's 1.30. Time for the news. You're listening to Chris Herline with Reap Financial. If you're retired or retiring soon, you can now work personally with Chris and his team of fiduciary advisors. Call 512-249-7300 to request a no-commitment tax and retirement analysis. Or you can email chris at wealthradio.com. Live, local, and independent. This is WealthRadio.com with Chris Herline. Join the conversation. Call or text now at 512-836-0590. Now back to Chris. Welcome back to the program. Chris Herline here. Great to have you with us. We are live. It's 1.33 p.m. You can join me, 512-836-0590. Just before the news break, I wanted to let you know, due to the topic today, which what we're talking through is the fact that so many of you may be saving too much money for retirement. I think it's very, very well served that I offer you a free copy of my book. As a Wealth Radio listener, it's called Money Won't Buy Happiness, but time to find it. And I'm giving out free copies to our Listeners today, Chris at WealthRadio.com. My team will send you a hard copy or a soft copy, whatever makes sense for you. So listen, you may have a seven-figure nest egg. That may be enough or it may not be enough. But is it an arbitrary number or was it a strategic number? Having an overfunded retirement is not a bad problem to have. But have you ever asked yourself the question, what are my plans? What are my goals for my finances? What kind of finances do I need to satisfy or achieve those goals? I mean, a big pile of money is great. But it's even better when you get to use it the way you want. Okay? So many people think about when they want to retire, but they don't think too much about what they're going to do when they retire. And the interesting thing about COVID in the last year is it's actually, we've seen it accelerate people's retirement, not because of health necessarily, but because they're going, hmm, this whole working from home thing this is pretty good. Or, hey, 
my spouse and I have both been forced to work from the house. We, we didn't know if we would kill each other <laughs> if we were stuck together at home all day. And you know what? No. We actually enjoy the time. Maybe you're getting to see your grandkids more. Maybe you're getting to work out in your wood shop. Whatever it is, we're seeing it accelerate. And that encourages me. Because people are opening their eyes to things well beyond just making money and climbing the ladder. The families that reap financial, our firm serves, generally don't have a money problem. They have a tax problem or they have an estate problem. This is why we do the majority of our family's taxes and estate work with our preferred professionals is because it just makes sense that all these things are cooking in the same kitchen. But in getting back to some of the issues that saving too much can create, number one is you've got to understand the laws in this country, for the most part, are written around your income. Not your net worth, folks. Your income. And so this is why it's so critically important that you have an idea and a plan as to where you're saving, not how much you're saving, where you're saving. The problem with saving too much, let's just paint an example in a 401k or an IRA, is that many of you, because you've had a reasonable budget, you've been able to save quite a bit of wealth. And when we say maintain your standard of living, walking into retirement, well, for many of you, that means your budget may not go up. It may go up because you're traveling a little bit more, spend a little bit more on the grandkids or whatever it is, but chances are you're probably not going to go up. I'll tell you the one time you will go up, and this is 90% of the time, it's, it's, you're going to go up. It's when you retire pre-65. This is when people are like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to work till 65. Well, why? Well, because that's when Medicare, Medicare kicks in. And health care for families right now that, let's say, retire pre-65, pre-Medicare age, you could be paying easily 900 1100 a month per person you know if you don't have a portable health care plan that you've taken from your employer if you're just having to go out on the exchange it's expensive but for most families you can budget for that you go okay well the budget's going to go up by a couple grand a month for the first three years five years whatever that is and then we'll get on medicare and it'll come back down right because medicare premiums should be less expensive Will they be? Will your Medicare expenses be less than 1100 bucks a month per person? Yeah. Yeah, the answer is absolutely. At least under today's rates. But will you go from 1100 a person down to 200 a person? Or will you go from 1100 a person down to 600 a person? Both of those are lower than 1100 but 200 versus 600 that's a big difference.
and it can add up to hundreds of thousands of dollars more over retirement. People that have saved generally will pay more for Medicare than those that haven't. Here's why. You're cruising along. 65, 67, 70, life's good. And then what happens? We talk about it a lot on this program. 72 hits. And now you're forced to take a required distribution. And, you know, depending on the size of these accounts, it can add up to a lot. It can be a large distribution. And, again, good problems here. But we'll see families that are literally, they're in a 12% tax bracket, right? And they're just moving along. And then at 72, they jump to a 22 or a 24% tax bracket because they've got a big required minimum distribution. When I say a big distribution, like, I'm not talking like, 500,000, I'm talking like 60,000, 80,000, 125,000. I mean, we we have clients that have RMDs well over 200,000. But the point is this, have you ever thought through what your budget is versus what your required minimum distribution is going to be? Because for those of you that have saved the best out there and you save the bulk of your wealth in the IRAs or the 401ks well generally that required distribution is much larger than the, the amount you you need to take out for many of you is going to be so much more than you actually need so good problems But remember, when you have to pull money out of that IRA 401k through that required distribution, every dollar is taxable. So you go from a 12 to 22, 24 to 32. And it may not happen year one. But the RMG generally goes up through the years, and at some point it may push you into those higher brackets. And what happens also when you go from a 12 to a 22? Well, in this example, not only paying 10% more tax on your Social Security, on maybe a pension, on the actual distribution itself, but your Medicare premiums also accelerate. When you're saving to hit an arbitrary number, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to pick on you if you're just doing a great job of saving. But we want there to be purpose in your savings plan. And then, believe it or not, it's easier once that purpose is there to spend confidently 
every month, every year, to gift confidently every month, every year. Because you're looking at things through a proactive lens. I say this to younger savers, generally your kids. My clients, our advisors' clients are generally 50 plus. So we love the opportunity to get to work with your kids. But what I tell your kids and younger savers is it's just as important where you're saving as how much you're saving. Because a lot of the issues that come with having a large net worth are you didn't think through where you were saving as much as just how much you were saving and how that money would be treated or taxed or penalized when you either need it or are forced to take it. I hope that this is making sense here. And I've got a lot more to connect the dots in our last segment. But before we go to break here, I just want to offer our listeners, if you're just tuning in, maybe this segment, what we're talking about today is the fact that many families out there are saving too much for retirement. And I think it's very well served that I offer you a copy of my book, Money Won't Buy Happiness, But Time to Find It. It's a great read. And it's written for 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 year olds. It applies to everyone. So maybe you've gotten a copy for yourself, or maybe you've got somebody in mind, a niece, nephew, somebody graduating from college right now. Maybe you've got a kid that's maybe just trying to get in the game, or you're hoping to nudge them into the game of saving. So it'll be a great resource for you or for them. And it's at no cost for our Wealth Radio listeners. Email me right now, chris at wealthradio.com. That's C-H-R-I-S, chris at wealthradio.com, and we'll get you a, a copy out this week. Still not too late to join me, 512-836-0590. We'll be right back. You're listening to Chris Herline with Reap Financial. If you're retired or retiring soon, you can now work personally with Chris and his team of fiduciary advisors. Call 512-249-7300 to request a no-commitment tax and retirement analysis. Or you can email chris at wealthradio.com. Like what you hear? Make sure you never miss a show again. Go to WealthRadio.com and subscribe to have it delivered right to your inbox. Now, back to Wealth Radio on News Radio KLBJ with Chris Herline. Well, the real question that we're asking today is, are you saving too much for retirement? It's possible. And the reason is a lot of people, I'm going to just talk about my grandfather here. This is what prompted this show today. Even though I see this with so many of our families, I was thinking about this. I had dinner with my uncle and my aunt last night and my mother was there and, you know, we were sharing some stories and, you know, when, when we think about our grandparents, they grew up in depression era which really ingrained some things into them that aren't ingrained in maybe the boomers or millennials and beyond. But, you know, you think about it, 
many of the Depression era were a lot more simple. When they retired, they, they had no mortgage. They didn't, you know, buy a bigger house. They, they kind of stayed there. They, they drove a car that was maybe a decade or two old. Maybe they reused tinfoil or Ziploc bags. Or they prop a broom up against the refrigerator door to keep it closed because the seal's been broken for years. <laughs> you all have stories, right? But, you know, after 60 years of frugal living, you know, the behavior is ingrained, isn't it? If you're retired right now, there's a good chance that you're not like, you think about when you retired, you didn't just go out and start buying, you know, $600 shoes and a brand new car every year because you could. No, you, you don't do that because it's ingrained. Your behaviors are kind of locked in. And there was a Morningstar investment research poll put out just recently that found that many retirees actually needed about 20% less in savings than they thought. And also about 40% of these people polled expect to leave financial inheritance to their children. Many of you, that's not a big value to leave money to kids, is it? You're like, they'll get the house if, if they're lucky. Now, not everybody. What I find is it's either a husband or a wife that are like, maybe that that's one of them. That's the value, right? But what I find is that it's, it's very rare that we run into families, and we have, we have some, don't get me wrong, but very rare that like the waking value is to leave as much money to your kids as possible. It's you first. It's not like you, like, possession-wise. It's you, like, you don't want to be a burden to your heirs someday. That's the, that's the true value. But the reason that people will save too much money for retirement, and summarizing today, is that there's some rules of thumb out there that are erroneous, that they don't apply anymore. The story of retirement has changed exponentially in not just the last 50 years, in the last 10 years. For, for, for so many years, the rule of thumb had been that you need, you know, to replace 70 to 80% of your working wages to live comparably in retirement. Now, what we find is people live quite comfortably on a little more than half of their working income. That's true. And when you get older, especially, you know, I'm talking when you cross that 80 age threshold, age threshold at 85, you know, the only travel you're doing is typically to the doctor. <laughs> it's true. But you may spend more in healthcare cost. So again, you know, another reason we see that people have saved too much or they're saving too much is because of habit. 
You've spent the majority of your life earning a paycheck. And you've been really good about saving. That's a hard habit to break. Especially when you pride yourself on the fact that you are a really good saver. <laughs> you know, the thought of spending those savings you've worked so hard to accumulate, that, that is a very hard psychological behavioral shift. Another reason? It's simply fear. Fear is the most powerful motivator out there. Remember the value that probably far outweighs wanting to leave money to kids is never being a burden to them? Nobody wants to end up penniless. You know, the more you save, well, the, the less chance you have of running out of money. I get that. But if you're living in fear in retirement of running out of money, I would challenge it's because you don't have a plan or you don't have a cohesive team of people working on your behalf to ensure that your portfolio can weather any element that comes at it, whether it's politically, economically, socially. Inflation is in the news, isn't it? Something we haven't really thought about all that much. But we're expecting 4 to 4.5% four inflation this year. It's been under 2% the last decade. It's coming back. That's creating fresh new fears for even some of our most successful clients. Well, because it's, it's new. It's, it's something, I mean, inflation's not new. But the, the acceleration of inflation is new. The massive devaluation of our dollar, that's been going on a long time, but it's happening a lot more rapidly in the last year because of COVID. Credible statistic I saw last week. Over $4 trillion in cash. You savers out there. Americans have more cash than ever, whether it's in your stock portfolio or in the banks. At a time in our country where interest rates are as low as they've ever been, I mean, I get record amount of cash if you could get a 4 to 6% bank CD. <laughs> but it's a very interesting time right now. And fear is one of the drivers that will keep people from spending confidently and enjoying their wealth. Listen, money doesn't buy happiness. But it can provide you time to find it. And that's the name of the book I'm offering today to all of our Wealth Radio listeners. We've got an updated version here for 2021, and I'm excited to get it out to you. Email me right now, chris at wealthradio.com. C-H-R-S, chris at wealthradio.com, and we'll get you a hard copy or a digital copy out this week. I think it'll be a great resource for you, and it's at no cost. As always, we appreciate you making this part of your Saturday. We'll be back with you next week. If you're retired or retiring soon, 
tune in to Wealth Radio every Saturday at 1 p.m. The following program is sponsored by Reap Financial Group, LLC. Investment advisory services provided by Reap Financial Group, LLC, a registered investment advisory firm. Opinions expressed in this broadcast are provided for information purposes only and may change without prior notice. Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed in any way as an endorsement or inducement to invest or an offer to buy or sell any securities. The sales content should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor and tax professional should be consulted before making any investment decisions or implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. The firm only transacts in states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempt from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.